Name a career in which you may not have to worry about performance and still get paid, uh, besides the weatherman. Well, of course you expect your broker to perform well, but what if they put your money in the market and the market doesn't perform? 50% chance of rain or sunny skies. Is it time you learned how to keep your principal and protect your gains with a higher income strategy? That's why to tune in to the Total Financial Hour with host Eric Hallaby, Sundays at 11 a.m. Learn about your financial power on the Total Financial Hour, Sundays at 11 a.m. on AM870, The Answer. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the Total Financial Hour. Now higher income strategy. Learn from Arab Halabi. Hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with me. I'm Eric Hallaby on the Total Financial Hour, talking about your family's finances, of course, getting out of debt, managing money, planning for the future, trying to figure out uh, with uh, with this new administration, I, I guess, how quickly can you can you crash an economy where we were energy independent and on our way to be not just energy independent, and we already were an exporter, but energy independent, an exporter, and the creator of jobs and really cornering the market on oil, right? On energy, between natural gas and oil, solar plants, even though most of them, most of them, if you ever pay attention, actually aren't even on. I mean, you, you might look at them and you go, well, how do you turn on a solar plant? Well, if you look at the studies, if you actually look at the research of the Department of Water and Power of the city of Los Angeles, uh, Southern California Edison, and other organizations across the, the desert southwest that actually own these solar plants. They don't. They're not, they're not taking energy from them. Because when they produce too much energy, we have to give it away or even pay. That, yeah, I said pay other states to take it. So when you're looking at places like southern Utah, southern Nevada, Arizona, you're looking at Southern California, where energy, if you would, from, from solar is supposed to be the way, wave of the future, and yet at the same time, they're shutting down electricity. Right? How many times? Oh, the wind's blowing past 10 miles an hour, shut down the electricity. I mean, you, you understand some of the, it's almost like they create the mess so that you have to solve the problem. Create a problem, solve the problem. One of the largest expenses in retirement, believe it or not, it's not just health care. People talk about health care all the time. It's a big one. But many people just pass away. They don't linger. I mean, it's, it's kind of rude to say that. Forgive me. But, but taxes are here no matter what. Even after you pass away. I mean, you understand that. Taxes never go away in your lifetime. People say, oh, well, I don't make enough to pay income tax. Well, great. What about sales tax, property tax, or what about the resulting impact in your financial life? Because when you go shopping, when you go to the grocery store, and it doesn't matter if you're retired or not, right? You still need to go to the grocery store. You have to pay higher prices because the taxes for the grocery store owner, the taxes are going to hit you at a level that is uh, on record pace. So let's talk about this. We talked about the progressive left. You've heard me say before, you cannot give them a foothold. You can't. Look at what they've done to San Francisco, right? My old academy classmate is actually the current chief of San Francisco by chance. 
we never stayed in touch over the years, but but I, I remember very well. He happened to to stand right behind me in our squad line. So for six months we were, I don't know, three feet apart. So I knew him. He, he was a good guy, quiet, marine, one of the older, more mature guys at the time. Believe it or not, I was twenty one, so I was a kid. You don't think you're a kid when you're twenty one, but now you're in the police academy, and here's this guy who was a marine. Probably did some combat time. I'm not sure, but certainly had that disposition. Solid guy. Grows up the ranks in LAPD, becomes a chief of San Francisco. Surprise, the district attorney. Okay, maybe you're not clear on this. The district attorney in San Francisco is the son of the Weather Underground Group. Uh, Bill Ayers, maybe maybe you might have heard that. Well, yeah, Bill Ayers was basically his adopted father when his parents were taken to prison for murder. So this guy who was, quote, a district attorney decided to shut down the rule of law, basically. So now you have these hordes of people that run in, very well organized, and who's going to stop them? You might say, well, listen, Ayer, I'm retired. I don't buy Louis Vuitton. I don't shop at a Nordstrom's. I can't even spell Louis Vuitton. <laughs> okay, maybe. But then guess who's going to end up paying the price for that crime? Everybody pays the price for crime. That's why everybody is responsible for managing crime. Right? Everybody is responsible for reporting a crime. Everybody's responsible for protecting themselves because you're the one that's on the hook. So when, when people come to me, when seniors will say, well, Eric, look, I'm not, I'm not going to be the guy who ends up, you know, buying expensive things. So pro- sales tax doesn't matter to me. Property tax, I bought my house so long ago, I pay so low on property tax. That's not an issue. I have great health insurance. So health care is not an issue. The left has done something very interesting. They've gone after institutions from energy, which is really the key. That's why Gavin Newsom has put his uh, chief of uh, basically the lady who's in charge of shutting down nuclear power plant. She's now in charge, guess what, of actually managing. uh, I'm going to oversee the utility, the the nuclear scenario. Because the the left understands we still need energy. So what, what happens along this journey is they make it more expensive. So the poor don't have the option to utilize a lot of energy. And the wealthy do. It's why you have Steve Wynn in Las Vegas who had a challenge, right? The the energy company there in in Las Vegas was having a problem. We're going to charge you this much money. He says, but look, I want to buy in bulk. I'm going to be creating a new new, uh, casino. With all of the money I give you guys, I want some sort of a discount. Whatever the details of that conversation were, it resulted... And Steve Wynn opening his own electric generating plant. Rerouting, paying all that money. Of course, it's a lot of money. And cutting out the utility completely. And having his own private electric company. We talk about energy. It's not something that you can get away with or without. You need it. So Bill Gates comes along and says, I'm going I'm to create my own nuclear power plant. Wait, I thought you were progressive. I thought you were yelling and screaming about 
you know, the, the world and, and the environment. Hmm? So Bill Gates comes along and. So do you see how progressives will will tell you one thing? They create a problem. Then they come in on the other side with the solution, which, oh, by the way, is more government regulation or more billionaires managing and controlling the issues. Gas prices. We're going to be stuck with at least three more years. Now, you might say no air because conservatives, Republicans are going to win the midterm. They probably will. But the left has understood how to manage. And this is Bill Clinton's doing, actually. How to manage the country when you have a a political party that's the opposite of you running both houses of Congress. It's simple. You just run by fiat. Executive order. You you put in regulatory uh, czars. I don't know what you call them. Right? Regulatory crazy people whose job it is is one thing and one thing only, and that is to curtail or to pass these rules to create regulations that would have never passed, never passed rules when it came to Congress voting them. So they don't. They create these, uh, look, the ATF does it with the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. They, they modify and tweak the Second Amendment pretty regularly. You see Department of Education, the Federal Department of Education doesn't even need to exist. There's so many layers of departments of education. My poor educator clients, privately, they'll tell you they don't feel like they're teachers anymore. They feel like they're just teaching towards some regulatory test. And now they have to get into your social life and talk to your kids about social issues. And they're like, listen, I'm supposed to teach English. I'm not here to teach anything about gender this or gender that. Well, Arif, what does this mean to my retirement? It's simple. The problems that are created, they will come along just like that happened in the last week with the district attorney, the same district attorney who was raised by Bill Ayers, the weather underground terrorist, the murderer who killed people, the weather underground killed police officers. I mean, this is important, guys. That's that's the ideology that brought up President Obama, Barack Obama, Barry, I think he went by at that time. Barry Obama, Bill Ayers were buddies. This whole group in Chicago. Do they do you think they're gonna shut down? No, they want to control the United States. Because now that that oh my gosh, the pillaging of these stores during the holidays. Well, it's very simple. Now they demand answers. We demand answers. Okay, so what are they going to do? This is great. What are they? Gonna, so now they demand answers. We're going to we're going to have to clamp down so that they're going to impact your rights instead of punishing the bad guys and actually keeping them in jail. They're going to quote clamp down, and it begins this private company takeover slowly, because the energy companies aren't delivering. They're gouging, so we take over the energy companies. Now, maybe the government won't do it directly, but don't worry. Bill Gates is there. Warren Buffett controls BNSF. I don't know if you know what that is. Burlington Northern Santa Fe Railroad. Yeah, that's owned. By the way, guess who is the transporter of more oil? Why do you think he didn't want the Keystone Pipeline to pass? And when it looked like it wasn't going to pass, Bill Gates went up to 
Canada and purchased the Canadian Railroad, one of the largest Canadian railroads. By controlling both of those railroads, now they control oil. By Bill Gates purchasing, stay with me, or creating, if you will, the first private nuclear power plant, now what you have is a scenario where this transition away from the public for the private purchase, my purchase, your purchase of individual stocks or bonds or investments or private companies, it starts shifting away from that into, well, just like the Soviet Union, where a few billionaires control the entire country. Now, you know, look, we've had this as an example before. There are about 12, maybe 15 families. I think it's 12, but it could be more in Mexico that control the entire nation. One is telecommunications. One is aggregate roads and concrete. Another one is lumber and on and on. Them, their kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, you marry into that family. You can only marry from one of the other 12 or one of the the uh, you know second tier, second circle group of people. And by doing that, you start creating this internal uh, control and management. What's the difference between that and the mafia? I'm sure, you know, some guys were beat up. I'm sure some guys might have, you know, had a single car c- crash and, and, and met their demise choking on spaghetti or something. I don't know. Could have happened. But in Mexico... They've already done this. That's why you see such an hourglass economy. That's why you see such a purging of their lower class. Because we are generally in the United States, a country that is a lot more balanced. Now we see every day that that's changing. But when you have an administration that comes into office, that instead of fighting back, even pretending to fight back, instead of thinking about wanting to maybe sort of push back, they open their arms. And by using regulators, by using fiat, right, which is uh, these documents, these, these rules, you start getting this creation of a scenario where the government begins to slowly take over, begin to slowly control through its allies, through the top, quote, wealthy, because you don't worry your pretty little head. You don't even know what, what you're thinking, And so as you start getting into retirement, you start merging through life and getting in towards where your food, shelter, clothing, because think of it this way, right? When you're working, your your food, shelter, clothing, that comes from what? Well, it comes from your job. So your retirement accounts, they can go up and down because you're years away from using it. You don't need it right this minute. You don't even need it in five years or 10. So you take greater chances with your retirement money. You take greater chances, risk, if you will, by taking a chance on that private company. Well, when slowly there are fewer and fewer companies that dominate the space, Facebook, Amazon, and they begin to create this world where any competitor is squished, your retirement accounts are directly aligned with the very, very large, wealthy companies, quasi-governmental agencies, and you no longer have, well, any predictable risk, right? You think, you think a, a Facebook is going to allow a smaller company to come along and say, oh, we'll, we'll let you compete. It's fair. Now, they wanted it 
when MySpace was the big, big dog on campus. They were arguing, oh, it needs to be fair. Right? The F word. You've heard me say it. That's the F word. Let's be fair. I love it when everybody tries to curse and use big words as if, oh, they must be really serious because they're screaming and yelling and they're using bad words. It must be, they must be really serious, really, really, really serious. You don't have to do that anymore. You just have to call somebody, well, just say they're not fair. I want you to pay your fair share. So we see this transition happening away from the kind of average every day, take a chance, put in your retirement accounts. Who does it impact the most? Well, where do you think your union dollars, your union pension dollars are invested? Where do you think your union uh, pension check comes from? A big part of it, believe it or not, is in the market. (laughs) The big part of it is in other companies. When you take a look at other companies and you look at those, oh, big, bad corporations, uh, that's where a big part of your investment and your retirement money is is sitting so that you're clear. It's not sitting in a box with your name on it. You know, on the sixth floor, they're, they're creating wealth. And hopefully those managers are finding new companies and taking chances and doing things that might, might have a little bit of research involved where before you know it, you're now behind the scenes, got a chance for real success. And it doesn't count on Bill Gates. It doesn't count on Warren Buffett deciding. It certainly does not count on Bines, I was going to say Biden and, and uh, Feinstein. But, you, you know, you know that Gavin Newsom is going to appoint himself the next senator of the United States. That's going to happen probably first quarter of next year because Diane Feinstein will step down and he'll step into her place. You know that's going to happen, right? trying to get a little ways away from this because their goal is to entrench themselves into our system. When they do that, this is important. When they do that, their goal is to no longer hide the impact of what they do. Good example. You know, for a fact that a place like California, certainly San Francisco and Los Angeles has certain progressive ideas. Uh, listen, I don't mean there, if you take all progressive ideas, there isn't a there, there probably is a good one in there or maybe two or five. I don't know. Depends on how many I have to choose from. So I'm not somebody who says they're always wrong and I'm always right. I'm open. I'm willing to listen. I, I think that's that's wise. I think that's growth and wisdom. But I also think you have to understand that there's internal motivations behind this. And when California comes out and when New York City comes out and they try these defund the police, they try these, uh, we're going to take over the private business, we're going to create chaos so that now larger police departments have to come down and crush everybody. That the FBI has to have a greater power to come in and crush everybody. Because as this shift starts to happen, Right. And the power and the influence and the and and the organizations of California, if you will, San Francisco and Los Angeles specifically. Starts to permeate the rest of the country. I think what you're going to see is a backlash. I think what you're going to see is people pushing back because there are good people. There's good people here. There's good people everywhere. And good people are not going to take it. They're going to fight. And maybe that's physical. Maybe that's at your school board meeting. Maybe it's at the city council meeting. 
Maybe it's screaming and yelling. Maybe it's holding a sign. Maybe it's showing up and giving your, I I don't know. But I think good people are going to push back. Because as this takeover of energy starts to happen, and now you're a senior citizen, and now you're trying to live on a fixed income, and maybe it's a pretty good income. But you you just don't know when you're going to die. People don't know. So I have to have enough money to last the rest of my life. One of the things that we focus on is income that lasts the rest of your life. However long that is, five minutes, five years, 50 years, nobody knows. We always want that ability to have money that lasts for the rest of your life. So keep that in mind, that if the problem we're trying to solve is a long-term problem, you don't solve it with the short-term solution. You have to solve long-term problems with long-term solutions. That's why this chaos that's happening with the police, this chaos that's happening, they're trying to flip the system, if you will, and create a problem. Listen, where they're going to come in and be this, they're, they're the only solution. I was with somebody recently. <clears throat> I won't tell you his name. You guys know him. He's on the air every once in a while. Well, five days a week. So we were talking and I said, you know, my thought is that there's going to be some problems in the future. What do you think? Uh, and the problems I was talking about specifically was, uh, you know, civil war. There's a lot of that kind of talk. I mean, that's a little bit dramatic, but it, maybe it's less than that. But, you know, before it was north against south. I said, what do you think about that? He says, Arif, what I see now is state against state. So you're going to have one state next to another state. And they're not going to get along very well. And they're going to use all the legal stuff they can. But remember, there's National Guard. Each state has its own National Guard uh, system. Each state has its own state police. Each state can deputize, if you will, the local police to be a state militia. That's constitutional. It's the way it goes. So his concern was, look, this is this could be serious and it's not going to be left, you know, East Coast, West Coast. It's not going to be north and south. It's going to be pockets and states against states. If this continues to go, if they if they continue to violate the Constitution and there's no remedy. Then I think you're going to see pushback. You see it in other countries. Right. Riots over what the mask mandate. Maybe these people love freedom more than some of you. Maybe their, their love for freedom really trumps their ability for their own safety? I don't know. My point is, it's going to affect you financially. And in retirement, the next 20 years, if you retire today and, and you say, okay, I have a good 20 years plus left, the next 20 years, we don't know what's going to happen. We need to have reliable retirement income. We need to have the ability to have money that doesn't disappear. So let me give you our number in case you want to reach out. It's 817-4191. 817-4191. That's 435 area code. Let me give you the national number too, because sometimes you can reach out to us there. It's 888-99-RETIRE. That's 888-99-RETIRE. The goal in our life is to be able to have multiple sources of income. When we come back after the break, I'm going to get into the different sources of income that I think you should have or at least ways to look at it, because a lot of people don't think of it this way. They think of stocks, bonds, real estates, annuities, REITs, and businesses, and T-bonds, and private more. Okay, all of those are wonderful things, but you're missing a key factor. Because there's one way 
that the federal government, state government too, but the federal government can pull money out of the system. And that way is very simple. It's through taxes, right? Look, there's a lot of financial people out there. I mean, you could listen to the shows. You could listen to weekends. I get it. They're, they're everywhere. But I want you to be clear on something. The rate of return that you make isn't as important as the rate of return that you keep. Because a high tax bracket can hurt you substantially. And in the state of California, when 43, 44%, let's call it about half of the people pay zero income tax. Half pay zero. So, of course, you're, you're interested in raising taxes. And when they tell you that it, the rich don't pay their fair share and everybody points and, of course. So, let's clarify that when we come back after the break. I want to get to you. My name is Arif Hallaby. This is the Total Financial Hour. Talk about your family's finances, getting out of debt, managing money, planning for the future. It's all about doing the right thing when we come back. Stay with me. You can always give me a call at 888-99-RETIRE, 888-997-3847. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the Total Financial Hour. Strategy. Learn from Arab Learn about fin- Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Now higher income strategy. Learn from Arab Hey, welcome back to the show. Thanks for being with me. Appreciate it. Total Financial Hour, talking about your family's finances, getting out of debt, of course, managing money, planning for the future, talking about ways to manage this when it comes to the new rules on your Roth IRAs. Now, let's back up. You heard me mention in the first part of the show, the issues that we see coming down the road are going to be taxes, for sure. We have massive tax uh, deficits. That means we have credit card debt. Let me explain it a little bit for you. You'll see debt and deficits. So, for example, if you earn 100000 a year and you spend 105000 per year, you have a deficit of $5,000. That means you're not, you didn't make enough. So you had to go to your credit cards and you put $5,000 on a credit card. And now, this year, you have 105000 You see, people think that credit cards, when you spend money on a credit card, that's additional to what you earn this year. It isn't. There's multiple ways to spend the money you make. You can spend it in cash. You can use a debit card. Today, of course, there's Venmo and Zelle and PayPal and on and on. There's electric, if you will, digital. There's also writing a check, the old-fashioned way. There's, There's paying your bills online, just electronically paying your bills. But it's all part of that same $100,000. Where we get into trouble is when we spend more than that $100,000. All right, so we have a debt of $5,000. The end of the year comes, we look at our budget, and we say, gosh, we didn't pay off that $5,000. But this year, we're going to spend $110,000. Well, how much did we make? Oh, $100,000. So now the $10,000 is a deficit. The $5,000 from the previous year, the dollars that are sitting in my credit card statement, that's debt. Okay, clear on that? We've been doing that for a very long time. 
when the Bill Clinton and Newt Gingrich world got together and they said, oh, we balanced the budget in 19, I don't know, 94, 96, whatever it was. We balanced the budget, no deficit, we paid our bills. Here's what they did. They took money from Social Security. Right? Imagine if you said, Arif, I know I had a bunch of debt. I had a car, an RV, vacation home, student loans. I had all this debt sitting here. $80,000. But I'm debt-free now. I go, no kidding. What'd you do? He said, well, I refinanced my home. I took out a cash advance and I paid off all of my debt. My car, my student loan, everything is gone. Interesting. Are you debt-free or did you transfer it from the left pocket into the right pocket? You didn't do anything to make more money. You're not... You're not more valuable to your employer, right? They're not paying you more money to say, gosh, we can't do this without you. Here's 120000 a year. That's not what's happened. Well, what the government's doing is they're saying, well, we took from Social Security under the, the Clinton and Gingrich uh, world. They took the money from Social Security, paid off all of those things and said, see, we're debt free. And then every time new money came in from Social Security, that's how they paid their bills. All the people that were needing social security checks. Wait, there was still some left over. So they took it and they spent it. Both both uh, political parties, yeah, they spent it. They knew this was happening. And then social security comes in some more, uh, but there's just a little bit less left over, but that's okay, they spent it. Up until a few years back, when surprise, there just isn't enough money to pay social security. So the government says, don't worry, we have all of these IOUs. So we're going to cash in some IOUs. We're going to print some more money. The government's going to go into debt to pay Social Security checks. So that's what they did. You see, for people out there, you have to kind of ask yourself, have you created or are you creating a scenario where you're counting on Social Security to be there And according to current estimates about the year 2033, 2032, somewhere in that world, I think it's going to be closer to 2031. Social Security does not have enough money to pay for all of its bills. In other words, it can pay 70%. So if you were expecting a Social Security check of $2,000 by 2032 or so, they expect to have somewhere around $1,400. So you'll get your social security check. Wait, wait, what happened to the rest of the money? Well, sorry. The politicians couldn't get together. They kept spending money on these massive progressive programs. They paid illegal aliens $400,000 for committing crimes and sneaking into the United States. We paid them. We felt bad for them. There's no money for you. That's what's happening. Because eventually things will come home to roost, as they say. You've heard me talk. Listen, I was saying at the beginning of the show, they create chaos. They create a problem so that they're the ones to solve it by creating chaos and creating a problem, then being the ones to solve the problem. That is when power starts to shift, because when you say there is no more assistance, uh, listen, California did it very clearly. They created a problem. They shut down all of the fresh water. It was coming to water the farmers in the Central Valley. They sent that water out to sea through the Sacramento River Delta. 
just to save a couple fish, right? That was the that was the little ding, the bell. That's it. Now let's move. Put our plan into action. I don't know if they're that overall creative and and uh, organized. I, I don't know that. I probably not. But I think they create situations, and it's logical that one of three or five different reactions will be to those situations, and then that creates a situation, and then one or three or five of those next solutions will be implemented, right? So they created a water crisis. They're doing the same thing with creating an electrical crisis. It doesn't, listen, sorry, everybody has to have electrical cars, right? California, they can't even keep electricity on when the wind blows. And then they tell you, you have to have an electric car. You can no longer drive a gas car in the next 20 years. Are you kidding? I have family that have cars that are 20 years old. They're working just fine. Thank you. What's the problem? Oh, sorry. So then what they do, they create gasoline prices to go higher. Why? Why? And how do they do that? Well, very simple. You just shut down the pipelines. See, sorry, there just isn't enough gas. And you let your billionaires control the supply and surprise, a crisis is created. See, listen, we were smart, guys. It's all about electrical. So what do you need to do to manage this next wave? I want you to consider things called a Roth, R-O-T-H. Because in the mid-90s, Roth, it's just the name of a senator. It's not anybody, it's not a secret uh, code word or or some sort of acronym. R-O-T-H, Roth, Senator Roth, somewhere in the Northeast, Connecticut, I think, but. Very simple. The most distinguishing characteristics of a Roth is that you pay the taxes today and when you take the money out, under current law, there is zero tax. Now, many years later, after the Roth IRA was created, they created the Roth 401k. Now, for some of you that work for a school district, hospital, research facility, or nonprofit, yours is called a 403b or TSA, tax-sheltered annuity. They're the same thing in in the sense that the employer is the sponsor of the plan. Now, look, if you work for a city, uh, city, county, or state agency, you also have one. It's called a 457. So many, many, if not all employers, have access to these types of employer-sponsored plans. Now, look, in some states like California, they're going to require... By next uh, summer, by June of 2023, 2022, I believe, they're going to require everybody, regardless of the size, just about, I think very, very small companies know, but anything older than five or more employees are required to have a company-sponsored plan available of some sort. You're going to see that start sweeping the nation. You're going to see that start changing the system. My thought to you is to meet with your tax professionals, meet with your financial advisors, and decide whether or not a Roth is the right answer for you. Because here's what it does. It locks in and guarantees what taxes you're going to pay because it's paid under today's rate, whatever that is. If you're one of those 43% of people, like in California, that pay nothing in state income tax, then putting money into a Roth might be a great idea. Because you don't pay tax now because you're below the brackets. You don't pay tax while it's earning because it's a retirement account. And you don't pay tax later because it's a Roth when you pull it out. 
Huh. What about helping your children establish something like this? Oh, that's an answer. You could go to a bank, a credit union. You can go to a stock bond, mutual. It doesn't matter. You can go to any institution. Some of them might have limits like, oh, we won't do this for at least, you know, 15000 or 20000 We have to open an account or something. So you may have to save for a year or two. But my encouragement to you is before the year is over, considering maxing out your employer Roth plan. Because, look, if, if you're under the age of 49, you can put in $6,000. That's nice. It's a good number. You're going to have to save for a long time for 6000 to become something to ultimately allow you to, to retire. But that's why it's below the age of 49. If you're 50 years or older, you're allowed an extra $1,000. Yeah, whoopee, whoopee. <laughs> an extra 1000 Well, okay, fine. Listen, I'll take it. $7,000 per year. But guess what in your retirement plan at work? 19, 20, maybe even as high as $26,000 inside of your company retirement plan. And if you choose that Roth provision, the I'm going to pay taxes now, not later provision, yeah, you do not get the tax break today. Yep, that's right. But you never pay tax under current law ever again, state or federal. So this can make a difference when things like energy uh, inflation, some of the rules, some of the restrictions on who can do what based on your taxable income, right? Because the, the goal is to be just like Facebook with MySpace. When MySpace was the big dog, Facebook screaming, we want to be fair. We want access. Make it even. And then once they become the big dog and get rid of basically MySpace, what do they say? Oh, uh, you know, I think you guys should just let the, let the adults in the room. Let us take care of it. You see that all across the board. You see that with big retailers. You see that with, with big websites and, and the Amazons of the world where they, they try to compete. Uh, and then they just buy you. You see that with Google or Alphabet, right? Uh-oh, wait, what do you mean YouTube is going to, oh, well, let's just buy it. So if they can't knock you down, they buy you. If they can't buy you, then they just sue the daylights out of you until you just disappear. Right? So part of this challenge for you is as you navigate this next phase of your life, you're looking at retirement accounts that are tax-free. Why? Because it makes a difference. Saving 15, 20, 25% is a lot of money for you because that's a lot of inflation absorption. Because once the Roth IRA is, is open and you're contributing to it and you're creating a, a lifetime of income maybe later on, that income is tax-free. But you see what happens is this. Regular retirement accounts at the age of 72, you have to start withdrawing money. That's called a required minimum distribution. Well, that required minimum distribution doesn't apply. Yeah, it doesn't apply to any of the Roth accounts. Under current law, you don't have to start withdrawing any money out of these accounts. That's a, that's a nice little feature because you can drip and drab this money into your account to make more but stay below the next tax bracket. I'm going to encourage you again, check with your CPA, your tax advisor. That makes all the difference in the world because I don't want you to be the person who you know makes a mistake or thinks that 100% of everything all the time that we say on the radio applies to you. This is general advice. The idea is to get you thinking. Let me give you our phone number again. 
It's 817-4191. That's 435 area code, 817-4191. The idea of you having multiple sources of income in retirement is nice, right? Real estate, stocks, bonds, uh, business, uh, investments, whatever. But multiple taxation of accounts, boy, that's important. Meaning some are taxed at a higher bracket, some are lower. Some you want to, to withdraw the money and pay nothing in income tax because you want to do things in your life, but you don't want to pay, you don't want to jump into the next tax bracket. So it isn't just the type of financial product that you're withdrawing money from. That doesn't matter as much as the taxes that you pay on that. We spoke recently to a tax professional and he said something very clear. He said, Eric, we cannot have a deficit every year and expect to pay off our debt. I mean, what didn't sound like rocket scientists, right? It was pretty clear. His rocket science was this. You can't keep spending more money than you make and expect to pay off your bills. So what are we now? I don't know, 23, $27 trillion with this new buyback, build back better, whatever crud that they're selling. And I think it was less than 10% of it. Just so you know, less than $1 out of every $10 actually went to infrastructure. The rest went to their progressive, I don't know, pork, as they say. All the stuff that they buried in there. I want my library. I want this museum of something or other. I want this thing in my district, this new playground to be built, even though it's nice and it's done and we're going to build. I thought you said it was about roads and bridges. It's no different than when you sit down and you get the next propositions or you get your next ballot measures and you see it and you say, huh. I saw the billboard and it said, it's for the children. Well, it's for the children. It's for children and old people. Well, I'm voting for that. Children and old people, I like the both of those people. Right? It used to be we like police, children, old people, police. I think we still like firemen. So sometimes they might put firemen in there. But it's for for old people. It's for children. It's for the children. Of course. It's for the schools. I mean, who doesn't want schools? My gosh. Right. The biggest lie ever was the California lottery. How do you not understand that the California lottery, the millions, millions of dollars that would have gone to improve the schools was stolen by the, the politicians in the state. They just replaced the budget. Right. For example, here's what happened. Maybe you're not following a hundred million dollars, that was the budget for, um, this is an example, a hundred million dollars, the budget for schools. Oh, the lottery comes in, and, and today, if you voted, because the lottery was for the children, it was for children with schools, lower income kids, right, they show, you know, minority children that are sad, walking around, maybe without shoes in the projects. But if you pass the lottery, Junior will have a chance. Susie will go to college. All right, so you pass the lotto. Now, $10 million comes in. You're like, oh, $10 million, That's a pretty good number, $10 million. That could help a lot of schools. 10% of the school budget, boy, my word, that's a big number. Well, here's what they did. They took the $100 million school budget and they reduced it to $90 million. And then they took 10 and they replaced it. Well, what did they do with that other $10 million from the school budget? They spent it on their own projects. They gave it to their friends, their family, to Dianne Feinstein's husband for these crazy uh, projects across the state. They gave it to to out-of-state politicians. 
it, it's an incredible deception. You know, if if we weren't so corrupt at multiple la- layers, right, you might say somebody should go to jail for this. Well, maybe so. So I think with all of these crazy bond measures, with all of this crazy stuff, you have to watch out for the taxes that have to be paid for this. The amount of money that you can set aside when it comes to your retirement plan, when it comes to the, the employer-sponsored plan, is pretty important. Because those dollars, that's not a small number. That's a big number. Twenty, twenty-five thousand a year? Okay. And the employer can match. That means the employer can put in money. Usually it's going to be anywhere between 1% and 5%. I've seen higher. I've seen nothing. But usually there's something, 1% to 5%. And that's 5% of your pay. Okay, not 5% of what you put in. So if you earn 100000 a year, that's $5,000 they're going to add in in addition to your twenty. And you can do that every single year. You could choose how to invest it. There's a, these are important parts. Now, what if you want to take the money out early? Just like any other 401k, you can borrow. Whether it's a Roth 401k or a regular 401k, you can borrow money from it. Now, should you? I don't know. This is your financial professionals and you sitting down and going over and saying, let me see. Is this the right decision? You have to decide. But you can. You can borrow up to $50,000 from your retirement account. So half, 50%, up to 50000 So, for example, if you only have $40,000 in your retirement account... You can borrow 20000 That's half. If you have 150000 well, you can still only borrow fifty. Okay? Now, if you want to withdraw from your Roth IRA or your Roth 401k, but let's talk about the Roth IRA for just a second. The account has to be held for at least five years. That means you have to have the account open. It doesn't have to have the entire balance in there. You could just have $50 in it and the clock starts ticking. And now you have that five-year window starts to open. Now, what if you reach age 59 and a half? Well, then you can withdraw the money as well. What about the event of disability or death? Yes, you can withdraw as well. So the Roth IRA has many different components. I want you to start thinking about transitioning and maybe before the end of the year, some of your pre-tax money, your regular retirement money, start thinking about moving that. It's called a conversion from traditional, meaning you'll pay the tax later, but you got the tax break today. Move it from that over to the Roth, which is I'm not going to pay tax now. I'm sorry. I am paying tax now, but I'm not going to pay tax later, right? The Roth IRA, pay the tax today. That's the known. The Roth IRA later, nope, not going to pay any tax under current law. Now, you've heard me put a little asterisk or a little caveat before, which is simple and pretty important, which is under President Obama's last budget that he submitted to Congress, he put a provision in that budget. You guys don't pay attention to this stuff because that's not your job. It's mine. The last uh, one of the provisions on the last budget he sent said we will now tax Roth IRAs. I mean, of course, there's more to it. We're like, well, in the, in the financial world, we went, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we never heard that before. We, we never heard that that was even an option. Like, that wasn't even a thing. Who thought that they would tax it? So a lot of people said, well, this seems to be, you know, a bait and switch. They get you to save money, save money, save money, don't pay taxes on it. And now they come back and say, we're going to pay taxes on it. 
with the amount of money that is owed in the federal government and some states, by the way, they're going to have to figure out a plan B. I think they're going to have to raise taxes and that's going to affect everybody in the economy. Even if you think you don't pay taxes because you're going to go to a store or a restaurant or a gas station where the owner or the employees have to pay taxes. So they have to raise their prices and you will in fact be impacted. That's why my opinion, the Roth is a great consideration for some or part of your money when it comes to retirement, keeping some or part out of the market and the risk. That's what we do. You want to go up with the market. You want to earn some interest. Great. You want to make some money when the market goes up. You can do that. Market goes down. You don't lose. I mean, that's kind of a nice thing, isn't it? Now, what's the catch? You're not going to hit home runs. With us, we're not going to get you 15s or 20% or 30% rates of return. It's just not going to happen. What averages can you expect? Eh, between three and six. That seems to be the sweet spot. Sometimes zero, sometimes five. But on average, over time, between three and six. So consider this as an issue. Should you have some or part of your money safe, out of the market risk? Should you have some or part of your money in, in the Roth IRA? out of the tax risk. If so, maybe we can help. You can always give me a call at 888-99-RETIRE, 888-997-3847. Hey, thanks for being with me this hour of the program. I hope to always be here to, to share. Listen, sometimes you guys, it's a Zoom call, it's a phone call. Uh, sometimes you just have a quick question. That's what we're here for. There's no obligation. Maybe I can help, maybe not. We'll sit down and kind of go over things. All right? Guys, Think of this as a real clear option for some or part of your money because the Roth IRA, in my opinion, and the Roth 401k, still the best bet to keep some or part of your money out of market risk and maybe even out of, of course, the tax world. Thanks for listening. Arif Halby on the Total Financial Hour. We'll be here every week at this time. Have a great day. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Now higher income strategies. Learn from Arab. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.